ready. Yeah, it must have been not. How did you deal with that? I mean, I, we're going to start tonight, but quickly. I mean, you know, how, that must have been difficult to deal with in the Sidur itself, how you were going to. to yeah. Okay. The truth is, in my Sidur, I, 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 my, my goal was to bring different minakim, like all to give to give place to each minhag. But in the inside of the Sidur, meaning the, the main text is usually following the Rabbanut Rashid. In terms of the new minagim, like Yom HaZikaron, Yom HaShoah, Yom HaTzmaut. Right, so you just, you followed the, the, the way that the Rabbanu said that, yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. All right. Well, with your permission, Rav, we're going to begin. And I'm going to say on the back of that, that, you know, you mentioned how your attempt was to, in this Faradisi, I'm going to show us a picture of the miniature version of it. This is the Sidur that Rav Hanan was responsible for. Okay, Mihag HaSfaradim. And I have written publicly, and I've said publicly, that it is the best, by far, example of a Sidur that I have ever seen that includes all of the Minhagim of uh, the B'nai Sfarad in it. And not only does it include the Minhagim, it has a phenomenal uh, uh, compendium of the Halachot, all uh, that Rab Hanan who was responsible for. And that was my first uh, real introduction to him. When I saw the Sidur, I just thought that it was so wonderful and so phenomenal um, that, I had to, that I had to get to know him. And so we, when I first moved to London, I had some interaction and, and discussion with him. And it's always been a tremendous honor to be able to speak with you, Rob. And uh, a tremendous... <laughs> Likewise, uh, the honor is all mine. Thank you. We have a tremendous Hazak Baruch on that work. It is a, it's a joy not only to pray from that Sidur, but also to look at that Sidur and to, to use it as a reference. You know, I think everybody should have should have it on their shelf. But uh, so Rab Hanan uh, worked for Korin and he was he was in charge and responsible for that project and also Mahzurim, if I'm not mistaken, of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Yes. Um, and currently, Rav Hanan is, is involved in a very interesting and exciting project that also is very much in tandem with what it is that the Habura is doing, called Kehilot Israel Institute, in which this is, the plan is for this to be a museum in which one can experience, on various levels, uh, one's own heritage, or the heritage and, and um, minhagim and masoret of other kihilot. So for Judaism in general, the element of masoret of Judaism in general, and the various kihilot in Israel. So it's a very exciting project. I want to also say that, uh, Rav Hanan, you're the only person that I know whose who's, uh, who's profile picture on WhatsApp is my predecessor, Hacham Rafael Meldola. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but I like it. I like it. Okay. So in any case, without further ado, I'm going to uh, give the stage over to Rav Hanan. It's wonderful to see everyone here tonight. Kola Kavod for being here. And I, I think that you'll enjoy a great deal. Kavod, Rav Hanan Benaya. So first of all, uh, good afternoon, evening, night. I don't know people are here from, if I want to understand, uh, from all over. Uh, so, uh, uh, the topic that uh, Rabbi Dweck asked me to speak tonight about was, uh, tonight, I'm saying tonight because I'm in Israel, it was the whole, evalu the whole evolution of the Sephardi Sidu, uh, which is uh, quite a large thing to sum up in, in, in one session, but we'll try uh, our best. And let me start first 
with a little bit of introduction, what is a Sidu? Why, why do we have a Sidu? So if we look in the Mekorot, in the sources, basically in the Mishnah and Talmud, we have bits and pieces. In the Tosefta, we have bits and pieces. In the Midrashim, bits and pieces of different brachot, different minagim, different uh, rituals. Uh, but there's now something that is like a codex that will gather everything uh, from that time, from the time of the of the Amoraim even, let's say, that gathers, or even from the Sevoraim, that gathers all this material into one coherent book that has a chapter for everything and tells us what to do from getting up till getting to sleep and all the different filot, all the different... Uh, uh, rituals we have to do. The evaluation of the Sidu is uh, basically started, the, what, what we call Sidu today, started in the times of Rav Natunai Gaon from uh, Geone Bavel, and then further with Rav Saadia Gaon and Rav Amram Gaon, which they compiled these customs, these minagim, this dinim of, uh, and excuse me for my Hebrew, from time to time I'll, uh, I'll switch to Hebrew when I can't find the, the correct term in English. So they uh, compiled the Sidu in order as, as what? As a, responses for, uh, as, as a response for, for questions from different communities that they want to be taught. Uh, the Sidu, the, the order of, of Tfilot, how, should, how they should pray, what they should pray, what brachot they should, should they say, etc. And Rav Natonai Gaon started, and, and, and most of the old, 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 old Sidurim, starting with the list of what is the brachot that you're supposed to say, starting from night to morning, before you go to sleep, what do you say, and then Bekot HaShachar, etc., etc. Um, if one wants to really uh, uh, fathom what is a Sidu and what a Sidu used to be uh, many years ago before we had the different Nusachim, you should look in Rav, Sidur of Saadia Gaon. Sidur of Saadia Gaon was written in Arabic with the definite all, all the all the all the liturgy in Hebrew, but all the directions and all the explanations are in Arabic. And it gives you a very clear view of what a Sidu was. There is some things that are chova, what you should say, what you must say as a Jew every morning, the Birkot HaShah different, Birkot HaShachar, Kriyat Shema, Tfilat Shmona etc. And the different Tfilot for Shabbatot, eh, eh, for Hagim, eh, etc. And uh, also for different occasions, if, uh, for Hatuna or Brit Milah, or Pidyon Ben. Etc. Etc. Okay. Now, so that's put aside, and then in the times of the Geonim, we already have some type of compiled sidurim. There is a sidur of Saadia Gaon, sidur of Amram Gaon. So that's one aspect of the sidur, which is uh, basically what we call Nusach Hakeva, the 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 main text, the thing that doesn't change, that has every a a, a very uh, specific order for Shabbat, for Yom Tov, for Chol. Then if we can say uh, parallel to that, we have to, uh, there is another aspect of the whole Sidu, which is the different piyutim, the different add-ons to the Sidu that are supposed to elaborate that tefillah, to make it special. Moshe Amru Mishnah, Kol tefilato keva The idea, the concept be behind the piyut is the idea, the notion of you have to every time 
say something new, something relevant to the specific Shabbat, for the specific Chag, something that is, 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 is written in a certain congregation by certain poets. And um, so that's another something that, that, that there's a whole evolution of, of the Sidhu is what we add onto the Sidhu, the different Piyutim and the, uh, the different liturgy that, that, is, that is not a part of the Tfilat Keva, Tfilat Chova, but add-ons. I will put in a, 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 as a footnote here that for centuries, for many centuries, the Piyutim became an integral part of the Sidhu. Meaning to say, when you said Amida, in uh, not just what we say today in Yom Kippur, that there's a little bit Seder Kedusha, but every Shabbat, every Chag, every Moed, the Amida would uh, have uh, different parts of, for each Bracha that was a Piyut. That was a Piyut. If uh, Rabbi Dweck, uh, probably in your congregation, still in uh, uh, Yom Tov Rishon Shel Pesach, or in Shmini Atzeret, when you say Tikkun HaGeshem, Tikkun HaTal, it's 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 uh, collaborated with the actual Hazarat Hashatz. Am I correct? Absolutely. Okay. Again, that each paragraph is intertwined with the with the lashon bracha, and this is a topic that I think is is most fascinating. But we will not, we won't be able to to speak about it tonight because this is really kovei bracha le'atzmo mamash kol ha'machlokot, all the different. Uh, really pulmusim and machlokot that went over the question when you, where, whether you can say piyutim in the tefillah or not piyutim in the tefillah. There's a, from the Rambam, Rabbi Meir Levi Abul Afia, Ramban. There's many, many, many uh, shitot and many aspects to that. And uh, it's really a kovea brachalatz. I would more uh, emphasize tonight, uh, we'll speak about the, the evaluation, uh, the evolution of the of the Sephardi Sidur. So as I said before, the Sidurim were basically born from our our later Sidurim were born from these uh, Sidurei Geonim, especially Sidur of Amram and especially Sidur of Saad Yagaon, that really had a very uh, wide um, uh, tfutza. What's the word for tfutza? Um, Rabbi. Distribution. Distribution. Great. Great word. <laughs> had a very wide uh, distribution all, all over the globe. And then we can see that there is a few different, uh, we call it Avot Nusach, basically uh, uh, Nusachim that were, if we can, if we can uh, separate the main Nusachim, we have, and I'm talking on the medieval times, we're talking about Nusach Ashkenaz, that is all around Germany area. We're talking about Nusach Italia in Italy, which or Nusach Roma. We have Nusach Sfarad, which is basically um, not one Nusach, but three main Nusachim, which is Nusach Catalonia, Nusach Aragon, and Nusach Castilia. Different parts after uh, after before Spain became one 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 uh, one. Uh, one state was the was divided to different uh, uh, to different uh, kingdom or I don't know how to say it in English, uh, but different uh, parts. Uh, Spain wasn't one state, 
We have Nusach Romania, which is more Byzantine Nusach, and we have the Nusach Mustarabim, which was basically the old custom of the Middle East, which I'm and including all the Sham, uh, Syria, Iraq, uh, even till Yemen, all that uh, Persia. They had one Nusach it's called Nusach Mustarabim. So, so how do we came, how 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 come today? what we call Nusach Sfaradim, you see all the Mizrahi people, uh, Syrians, Baghdadi, Tunisians, uh, North, uh, um, uh, East and West, and different Sfaradim. And there's Kilo Edota Mizrach. How come we're, we're called Nusach Sfaradim if we're not from Spain? Uh, what, how come our Nusach was uh, ado adopted the name Nusach Sfaradim? So the, the historical story here is very interesting because once the, the Jews were expelled from Spain, the biggest chachamim, the biggest, you know, the, the, from the times of the Rishonim, Mamash, Spain was a home for Gdole Israel, Gdole Gdolim Shel Gdole Israel, meaning talking Ramban, Ritva, Rashba, and their descendants, and uh, till the, till uh, Abarbanel, Rabbi Tzchak Arama, etc., that lived in Spain right before the, the expulsion from Spain. The mass of the Jews that came out of Spain and their learning, they were very learned, their Chachamim, and the, mass, the masses of people, number-wise, that came to the different communities, different places, either in the, what, to be, uh, what became the Ottoman Empire and uh, the Middle East, if we're talking about Syria, we're talking about Baghdad, if we're talking about North Africa, so those traditions was both quality and quantity of, of, of uh, people that came uh, to these places with their own customs. So in some of the communities, these customs were right away, very in, in less than one generation, the, 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 the local customs were almost nullified, nothing, almost, almost... Uh, uh, were forgotten, and they, everybody adopted the, the Sephardi Nusach. And now when I'm saying Sephardi Nusach, we have to remember that we have three main branches in the Sephardi Nusach, the Catalonia, the Aragonia, and the, um, and the Castilia. Now, one place that basically the Nusach of the, of the Sephardi did not, wasn't adopted right away and took a few centuries, was in, uh, I won't say a few centuries, more than one century, is uh, in Syria, in Aram Tzoba, in Halab. And um, this is, uh, if you all see it, this is Mahzor Aram Tzoba. This is a project we did years ago of, uh, I'm just showing a facsimile edition of the Mahzor, of the Nusach of Aram Tzoba. So the Nusach of Aram Tzoba, which is basically uh, the Nusach of the Jews in the Middle East. Uh, when, this, uh, when the Spanish congregations came after the expulsion from Spain to the Middle East, in some of the communities, there was a strong community with a strong identity, self-identity, that, that they did not want to listen to uh, the Sephardi Chachamim, or the Sephardi traditions. They had their own traditions. So for more than a hundred years, uh, I think I think I think closer to 200 years, 
after the uh, after the Jews from uh, the descendants of the people of uh, exp the expulsion from Spain came to uh, to the Middle East, there were basically two minagim there. There was minagas faradim of the new settlers, and there was minaga mustarbim, minaga ramtsova. Uh, if we look at these two minagim, we'll see that it's very different. The customs of the Jews in the Middle East were very different than the Sephardi customs. And most of them, after, as I said, after 100 or 150 years uh, that continued as the uh, Mustabim only in Syria, only in Syria, they, they, uh, only in the Halab, they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they did not surrender to the Sephardi customs for, uh, for a long time. And there they had the Mustabi Nusach, which was a special Nusach, but then in the end of the day, uh, the Sephardi Nusach uh, took over. Now, so if we have in the Jewish world, uh, I'm talking on, the, on what we call today the Sephardi Jews, meaning to say the people from North Africa, from the Middle East, and uh, in, in, in a certain aspect also, also Yemen, and uh, we see that there is a Nusach that is not so different to each other, not so, not so different. And we see another thing that is basically following one string from the three different uh, customs of Spain. It follows the uh, Castilia custom, which was a custom with very, very few piutim. And that's connected to what I said before. Uh, the whole question whether to uh, to integrate piyutim into the tefillah in every Shabbat, in every Chag, or to put the piyutim away. And, uh, and basically what happened in most of the congregations, uh, and I'll, I'll speak, about, I'll speak a, li a little bit more about it a little bit later, um, that they moved the piyutim from being a part of the real Chazarat Hashats of Birkot Yachma. Uh, they move them to um, they move them to to between uh, after uh, after after Hazrat Ashats or some some congregations before Birkot uh, but left them out of the left them out of the main uh, the main part of the uh, of the tefillah. So if we if we want if we look now on the uh, on the uh, Sephardi sidu and the Sephardi uh, customs uh, in the 16th centuries in the 16th century we'll see that from these different uh, strings of the Spanish customs of Catalonia Aragonia Castilia uh, there's also the right of the Jews from uh, Portugal Minag Lisbon and there's uh, other small congregation strings. So in, in Turkey, after the expulsion from Spain, there were 36 different congregations, 36 different congregations that if you would have been there, you basically would use a different sidu for each Bet Knesset. Not, not in a way that you won't be able to understand what's happening or it's a totally different Nusach, but many words here different, different piyutim, different uh, inserts, different uh, uh, amounts of Kaddish, etc., etc., et uh, different words, uh, a little bit uh, different words in, uh, in, uh, in certain brachot. For instance, uh, in Mina uh, Catalonia, Berkat Ata Kadosh, Veshimcha Kadosh, Ukdoshim Bechol Yom Eluchasela started with 
לדור ודור אתה קדוש ושמך קדוש, ודושים בכל יום יעלו חסנה. And that's one example that you would see different, uh, different uh, versions of the brachot. Now, what made everything, made this, uh, made this melting pot much quicker, much... For the Rav. And by So okay, the question so was the 16th century and streamlining everything, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So in the 16th century, something very important happens, is that printing press becomes very, very popular. And the printing press has a very vast uh, influence of the Nusachet Filot. Because once you print, you, the printing press doesn't print, you know, individual for a community of 30 or 40 people. And what I mean, what I mean by that is that communities had to combine together towards one Nusach or towards few different options as opposed to many options. And uh, for instance, there was a community, there's still a community, a descendants of it, that never, there's one community in, in the Jewish world, or maybe two communities, it's basically uh, a, 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 it's three communities in France that is called one, is one Minhag, Minhag Apam, which is till, till today, the, it was never printed, their Minhag, because it was such a small congregation and they just, we have so many manuscripts of that Minhag because of, they did not accept uh, the other Minhagim, they, they, they kept their their own special tradition, which is not so different. It's, it's a different mixture, a different cocktail, a few words different here, a few words different there, um, maybe other, some other pew team, but, uh, but uh, really uh, not, not such a tremendous difference in the other uh, congregation, let's say like in Kaupatans and everything. So they're the only congregation that left it in, uh, on, on manuscript. So, as I said, in the 16th centuries, there is the big invention of the, of the, uh, the printing press is becoming very popular. And, and that has a vast uh, effect on how the, uh, the Nusach started to unify together. Even though, said that, the, the, those three Nusachim, all three of them were printed in the, in the, in the beginning. Meaning to say both Minag Catalonia, Minag Aragonia, Minag Castilia, Minag Aramtsova, and Minag Romania, and Minag Italia, Minag Ashkenaz, they all were printed in the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the 16th century. And, and, and not, not the little, the very little communities. Uh, oh, and also, sorry, the uh, Portuguese Minag uh, from Portugal, Lisbon, Minag Lisbon was also. Uh, printed in Lisbon right before the right before the Girush. The big difference uh, on uh, Minhag uh, Minhag uh, the the praying the prayer book of Minhag uh, Catalonia and Minhag Aragonia was just min, uh, it was printed just the Mahzorim for Yamim Nuraim, just for Yamim Nuraim, as opposed to Minhag Castilia, which was very um, dull in terms of the pew team, very, very few pew team. But basically, it's what we pick up today. Uh, most of the Sephardim keep, uh, we, we kept the, uh, the Minha Castilla of very few pew team. And that's what was printed because there's also so few pew team. Uh, it was printed, the whole Sidhu was printed. 
So that has another effect. And another thing that happens basically in uh, maybe a generation later is the whole, uh, the whole growth of the Torah Kabbalah in Sfat. And Torah Kabbalah in the next few centuries has a very big effect on the, on the uh, Minhag Sefaradim. And that's, that's where the real, uh, the real uh, differences between the different branches of the Sephardi Minhag till this very day is, is uh, basically the influence of the Mekubalim. So we can, uh, we can see that from the, from the 16th century, the Sidurim were printed first in Spain, then in Venice, which was the New York of the uh, uh, 16th, uh, 17th century. And really, uh, as a side note, I will say that from Venice, we, we owe so much the Judaism, uh, Jewish culture, owes so much for these printing press that flourished in the 16th and the 17th century in Venice. It's unbelievable how much of our heritage was kept thanks to those printing press and thanks for those the thirst of the Jews to buy these books. Really, hundreds and hundreds of different books and editions and copies were, were printed. The, the, you can see that that the amount of books that were printed, if, if you want to get a, if you want to fathom the uh, how many books were printed, you can see that today, if you go to an auction house, a basically a book that was printed in the 16th century in Venice is around 300 to 500 dollars. That means it's not so rare even today. That means that they printed so many books, and it's 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 sometimes uh, mind-boggling even on esoteric stuff, even things you say, how many people could even learn this thing, read this Hebrew, read this uh, little Rashi letters back in the 16th century uh, when, when education wasn't so uh, easy always and there were so many other problems that people had to, to go through. But you see that, that's, uh, as a side note, as I said, it's just to, gives you a little bit of glimpse what is Amma Sefer? It's not Amma Sefer, it's not just the Tanakh. It's that our whole heritage and, 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 and our whole identity is based on the, on the, on the letters, on the, on the words, on the books. And the, and the, it's, it's, a, it's an intellectual uh, culture. And we don't have so much, uh, we don't have so much art. You know, you can see the Israel Museum and other places. You can see some beautiful Judaica. But if you compare it to the goyim in any culture, we're very small. It's just nice artifacts of the Teknesset, maybe some illuminated manuscript. Maybe they're very beautiful. But when, when you think about the quantity and even the quality as opposed to what we have in the written word and the written books, then you see that really the, the, the Jewish heritage is an intellectual, uh, it's an intellectual culture completely. Okay. So uh, putting that that aside, now I now I lost my thread of thought. I was before that <laughs> I was uh, speaking of the different um, of the uh, different minagim and the. We're going to talk about the mekubalim, I think. Good. So the Torah Sod in Sfat started to uh, started to uh, really became uh, become big. Oh, I remember now. I was saying I was talking about the prayer books that were printed in, in Venice. Then afterwards, the um, during the seven, late 17th, 18th century, the the center of printing press leaves Venice and leaves another center that we had in 
Constantinople in Kushta in Turkey, and moves to uh, the, the center of uh, printing press, becomes Amsterdam. Uh, during the, especially the 18th century, most of the books, books are being pr printed there. And then we have another uh, type of uh, Sidurim. And in Amsterdam, something very interesting is happening. There's two types of Sidurim. There's one type of Sidurim that I call it export Sidurim. You see, they're much bigger. They have different vari variations. And there is the smaller Sidur, much thinner, that is a local, for local needs. The, the uh, Spanish and Portuguese uh, custom by uh, uh, Rodriguez, um, uh, Rodriguez Mindez, Jacob de Selva Mindez, the printers, the Magihim that printed those uh, books, as opposed to the different uh, books that were printed, different prayer books that were printing by, printed by the, uh, in the printing press of Pops and other people that basically sent it to all the different uh, Sephardi Jewish communities. After Amsterdam, we have another station in Livorno. And in Livorno, really, I think the big change, uh, the big change happened. Because back by the time that was printed in Livorno, we're talking about the time of already the Chida is alive in that time. And the customs of the Mekubalim became very, 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 very well uh, um, adjusted and, and, and adopted by many communities. And you have... And you see that there is so much more material in the Sidurim, all different Yeratzon and and Leshem uh, Yehud and uh, different customs uh, that has to do with Kabbalah, a lot of uh, things in Aramaic, uh, a lot of uh, taking away more even pieces of uh, of the um, of the Piyutim out of the Tefillah, out of uh, like we said before the Hazarat Ashats for Tfilat uh, Tal, Tfilat Geshem, and moved to the side, moved to after Hazarat Ashats, etc. And also some uh, things, uh, uh, different uh, uh, different versions of uh, different Tfilot. Uh, maybe the most Achibolet uh, uh, is Baruch She'amar. If you go to see, if you will pray with there may be very few Moroccan and North African communities, but definitely all these Spanish and uh, Spanish Portuguese uh, communities. You see, the Baruch Shamal and and those communities are much, is much longer. And you, if there's Shabbat or Chagim, you add the the different Nusachim into into uh, into that Baruch Shamal. Uh, and in the other communities and the other Mizrahi communities, is now it's, it's a very specific. Nusach of 87 words in Baruch Shamar, and there's a whole uh, a whole uh, story around that. And maybe I will use that story of Baruch Shamar to basically give a little bit of a taste of what is really the difference between the different communities. Uh, but before that, I, after I said about the Liborno Sidurim, we have also the Sidurim from uh, the Middle East, especially um, we're talking after the Hashpa of the Ben Ishai. I'm talking about really uh, recent, re recent years that the, the halachot and the customs of the Ben Ishai went very, very strongly into the, into the Sidurim. And in the beginning of the state of Israel, basically that was the Sidur. Sidur shele Tfilat Yesharim and Tfilat HaChodesh, but not the original ones from, uh, from Livorno, but the ones that were adjusted to keep the uh, the the uh, customs of uh, and the halachot of the of the Ben Ishchai. Okay, 
So I would like to summer uh, to make a, a quick summary of of, uh, of what we said and to give a uh, uh, and to see it now a little bit uh, through through the uh, sources of uh, of our different chachamim in different stages. So I, I said I'll take Baruch Shemar as an example, and if we go to the Sidurei Geonim, we'll see that Baruch Shemar, by the way, is a bracha that is not mentioned in the Talmud at all. Rabbi, how many minutes do we have still? Just want to make about twenty minutes, but the, the floor is yours. So no rush. Okay, Nachos. Okay. So Baruch Shemar is a bracha that was not said, is not mentioned in the was not mentioned at all, not in the Mishnah, and definitely not in the Talmud, and not in other sources. The first time we are we seeing it in a uh, what we call Sidur, is Sidur of Saadia Gaon, but he himself did not know how to eat this. Where, where was it born, really, Baruch Shama? So he says that, I'm, I'm reading it in Hebrew. He wrote it in Arabic. I'm reading the translation. כמו שאבאר לך אחר כך בפרק נדפרד מן התפילות. ואחר כך אומר ברכת הפתיחה, ברוך אתה השם ככולם, האלה ורחמן הגדול, הקדוש, המעולה בפי עמו, וכולי וכולי. And he says, ברוך שאמר, והיה העולם, in a different נוסח, that uh, is, is very, uh, um, very similar to the Portuguese נוסח. ברוך מעביר אפלה ומביא אורה. ברוך שאין לפניו לא עוולה ולא שוחד ולא מכך שוחד ולא משוא פנים וכולי וכולי וכולי. But we see already that the, the, the um, Rav Saadia Gaon says our nation had volunteered to say these different שבחות uh, to the Kadosh Baruch Hu between the time that we wake up in the morning till the time we have to say Kriyat Shema. In the Torah, in, in the in the uh, in the Gemara, we just know about Psuket Zimra. We have no recollection of any bracha before that or, or after that. But we take this bracha, even though that it's not really a part of the original original tefillah in the time of the Mishnah of the Gemara. Still, this is a nusach that has uh, evolution in different uh, Sephardi. I'm, I'm, now I'm putting aside the Ashkenazi and Italian communities, even the, the Romaniot, the Byzantine Jews, I'm putting aside. And it has already a um, few versions of the Nusach, few versions of the Nusach, and that's, that's in the time of the Rishonim. In the time of the Tur, in the end of the time of the Rishonim, already we see that these versions of, of Tfilah is very, uh, some people struggle that they will be canonized in a way that you don't change even one word. And that's the way that the Ba'la Turim writes in the tool, in, um, in Simanun Aleph, in Tur Or Chaim. He writes like that. Baruch Shemar tzach laomro benigunu veneima ki ushir nae venechmad lemala. Katab besefer ichalot sheesh po paz tevot, 87 words. וסימן ראשו כתם פז וכן נוסח אשכנזים, ונתקנה ברכה זו משום דאיתא בכל פרקי כל קודש, כל האומר תהילה לדוד בכל יום, and then he, takes, he speaks about the פסוקי דזמרה, ולכן תיקנו לאומרם קודם תפילה וקבעו ברכה זו לפניהם, אחת לפניהם, ברוך שאמר, אחת לפני, אחריהם, 
ishtabach. So the 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 two says that it has to be pezayin tevot. That's what it says in Safut Echalot, which is a very very uh, old Kabbalistic writings, meaning to say on the Safut uh, Asodak Duma. It's uh, I don't know when it's exactly, but the the roots of it is already in the times of the Mishnah, but. As I said, until the time of the Geonim, we have no recollection from where exactly that bracha came. And the Abu Draham says about the Timtzak Yesh Bebracha Zorem is La'asara Ma'amarot and gives a whole different uh, explanation about what is, uh, what is in Baruch She'amar. And, and afterwards he says that, uh, and, and then he gets to a different number of, uh, different numbers of, uh, of, uh, of words in, uh, in Baruch Shaman. he gives his own explanation. But where do we see that the, the whole thing becomes the, comes to a boiling point with the different Nusrahot? When it comes to Shmona Esri, exactly because the old Hasideh Ashkenaz from one of the, one of the uh, descendants of uh, Baalet Osafot, they really, Rabbi Uda Hasid and others, really counted the different words in the tefillah. And the, but in the, according to the Sephardi tradition, they did not, they did not agree to that system. Abu Dhaam writes, Yesh anashim shemanu tevot sheyesh b'chol bracha u'bracha mishmona esre, ve'eviu psukim al kol bracha u'bracha me'inyana, she'olim tevot keminyan tevot abracha, meaning to say, there's some people that really counted every letter, every word in the tefillah, they brought some proof from different psukim that has to be the same amounts of words, like the same amount of words that there is in a certain pasuk. And he says, the Abu Daham, In the beginning, I also started when I did my, my, my own filah, maybe my own commentary, I did the same thing, started to, to count. Has no root. To this custom, you won't find one place in the world that they're saying the same nusach exactly. Some people add some words, some people use different words. It only helps to the specific person or the specific community that this, this, uh, that counted these words for some reason for their own benefit. But it's not something that we can take in, the, in other communities uh, uh, to put in our, uh, to, to use it as a system to check uh, the tefillah. Later on with the, that, uh, as I said, I wanted to give uh, the example of Baruch Shama also from what the Mekubalim said. And in the Mekubalim, there was a big milchama to change in the Sephardi communities, the Nusach of Baruch She'amar to be the Paz Tevot, the 87, 87 words in Baruch She'amar and not to use the long Baruch She'amar. And that, uh, that, uh, that uh, debate started very early already in the times of Rabbi Yosef Karo, already in the times of, of the Bet Yosef and the Shulchan Aruch. Rabbi Levi ben Chavig, which was a, a rabbi that sat in Jerusalem, was one also a de descendant of, uh, of uh, one of the Chachamim that went from, uh, left Portugal, Rabbi Yaakov ibn Chaviv, Baal en Yaakov, was a very big rabbi and had uh, some uh, big debates with uh, Maran Rabbi Yosef Karo. 
And somebody is asking him, what should I do with Baruch Shema? He says, ועל אשר כתבת שנמצא ביניכם מי שאומר, שאין לומר בברוך שאמר ברוך הוא, והפריז, because that's an additional two, two words, והפריז עוד על המידה לומר, שכל מי שיאמר אותו, שחייב מיתה. Meaning to say, if you add this... So he says to him, he answers this, ואם תשמע לכל, if you listen to what I'm telling you, Don't, אל תיתן לבך לכל אשר יאמרו אנשים כאלו, כי זה דרכם להראות עצמם בעיני ההמון אומרים דברים מבהילים בלי דעת ובלי תבונה, ואתה לא תובה להם ולא תשמע להם לשנות דבר בתפילותיכם מסיבתם, וגם לא תתפעל מדיבורם. זאת אומרת, הרלב"ח אנסר, אם אתה תשמע לי, לא תשמע לי לאנשים האלה, כי זה הדרך very powerful, they want to be scary, they want to be, to put, uh, to, to um, maybe dominate their congregation, so they say something very extreme about, that says, against the tradition, and if you say that, chayav mitai, it's a mamash, like chilul Shabbat, or other things, is if you change uh, the words in Baruch Shama. So that, uh, uh, even though the Daral Bach said what he said, slowly but surely, when we come to the Sidurim of Livorno, already we don't have the long Baruch She'amar, we have the short Baruch She'amar, and the long Baruch She'amar in, uh, in, in small writings. Maybe I'll uh, just put it in front of the, uh, in front of the, uh, yeah, in front of the, uh, in front of the um, uh, screen. And uh, in the beginning, sorry, in the beginning, it's, you see, the long Baruch She'amal is in the big writing, sorry, and this short Baruch She'amal, the short version, is in small writing. Maybe one generation after that, it's already changed. The long Baruch She'amal is in small writing and says that basically you shouldn't say this version, you should say the, the, the short version. And, uh, but if somebody says, then he could say, the, if somebody is, that's his minhag and his custom and his community, then he continue continue to say the long, the long version. However, uh, gen, two or three generations after that, that was already not even uh, printed. The next uh, example is, uh, is the different uh, dikduk. Uh, and I'll take the example again from Baruch Shamar. There is Baruch Merachem al Haaretz, Baruch Merachem al Beriot. So there's different, uh, in different customs, meaning to say not, the, uh, not, um, not just the, uh, not just the human, uh, human, human, the human race, but also on the animals. So that's different, uh, different uh, styles of Nikud and Dikduk that has in the Sidurim. And the last part of the, of, of, uh, of the, uh, the, what we have to take into account in the Sephardi Sidu is the different minagim. Uh, I mentioned a little bit before of uh, the customs of, uh, like, let's say, uh, saying uh, piyutim. Um, that is the, the minhag of the piyutim. That was the one that uh, caused the most uh, big, uh, the clashes and the fights. Uh, in the uh, evolution of the Sephardi Sidu. Uh, but slowly, uh, yet surely, um, there became uh, three different, uh, three different uh, customs. 
the East, the Middle East Jews basically adopted uh, the most Mahmir approach of the Mekubalim and took away Piyutim, went in Baruch She'amar and other parts of the Tefillah uh, according to the Mekubalim. Then we have the North African Jewry that went in many ways in very, uh, very interesting uh, after the uh, uh, customs of Catalonia. And we have the uh, Spanish-Portuguese Jews that took over the Castilia Minhag, but without many changes like the, the, the Middle East, the uh, Mizrahi Jews uh, uh, put to the Sidu. Until this very day, uh, we can see these three, uh, these three uh, strings uh, of the, of the uh, different Sephardi Nusach that are still, uh, that are still alive, meaning to say the, the Middle East, uh, the Mizrahi custom, the North African custom, and the uh, Spanish-Portuguese custom. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the background. And uh, if there's any questions or uh, want to hear some more details or more examples, the Vakasha. Yes. Please, um, Isaac. So, so th th this is a sort of general question for the, the, the process of, of putting together the, the Siddur. So it includes... Uh, you know, it's 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 really impressively thorough in terms of it, its differentness for art, but uh, but there's always uh, there's always only so far you can go. Like the communities are so diverse. You know, you say have communities from a particular country, but every individual city in that country yeah. actually has its own, and and you know even within that individual synagogues will. So how do you decide when trying to be so comprehensive, but also it needing to be legible and usable? How do you decide where to draw the line? Okay, how so how fine to go, but how yeah. If you're asking specifically about uh, what we did in the Cohen Sidhu, what as uh, when I was uh, I, I, I uh, was the editor of that Sidhu, what was what was my uh, what were my rules to edit the Sidhu? Is that the question? Yeah. Okay. So my 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 work was very hard and very easy. It was very hard because I had to see all these different beautiful customs and ideas and both in the poskim and both in the different nuschaot, in the old nuschaot, that unfortunately were not used anymore. And what uh, wasn't justified to put in the sidur. Uh, basically, uh, mostly not in the main, not, not inside the sidur, but maybe in, in, the, in, the, in the footnotes or, in the, in, on, or in the, on the back of the sidur where we spoke more about uh, halachot and uh, different customs. So that was very hard. The easy part was the, 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 the thumb rule was that, that we followed the main, we followed the main, um, the main nusach that is used today in, in the land of Israel, in Eretz Israel, which is the Edot HaMizrach, Keilot HaMizrach. However, um, whenever there was a, uh, was a uh, full paragraph, that was different, so I put them aside. For instance, as we said about Baruch uh, She'amar, I will just put it on the screen, I'll, I'll show it in front of the screen. Um, I put both of the Nusachim, I put the long Nusach, the, the, the short Nusach that we all, that, that most of Sephardi Jews uh, do today. And then in the other, in, in this, in, uh, one page afterwards, I wrote 
the the longer the longer nusach because that's a whole paragraph. That's what I did. Whenever there was, or for instance, in Tfilat in Musaf Shel Shabbat, uh, the rabbi obviously says Lemoshe Tzivita uh, and not Tikanta uh, Shabbat. In that particular, uh, in that particular nusach, I think that the rabbi has is uh, also uh, is, uh, knows that the Rambam had the nusach lemoshet zivita. So for you know, so Syrian Jews has something with the, the Rambam. So, <laughs> so um, even Maran the Beit Yosef he says to say moshet zivita. So I put both of them. I said in some congregations this is recite and this is not recite. The idea was. Uh, I wanted, I, I wanted, my vision was, first of all, that every community will be able to, to use the Sidhu and everybody could find his, uh, his, his Nusach especially. And again, when it's one word or different Nikud, then I, I put it in the back of, uh, in, in the back of the Sidhu where we put all the different Halachot. I, I mentioned them, I mentioned the different uh, versions, I mentioned the different poskim that spoke about them and the, 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 and which which communities do this minag, that minag, uh, because that's I didn't I want also the sidur like, needs know, to be your something. Your sidura, that's why I'm saying your sidura, it's not just a sidur to pray from, which it is, but it's a sidur also as, as a place to learn. I mean, you've you've included everything. It's unbelievable, really, Mase Mase de Oman. Unbelievable. Thank you, thank you very much. So the the idea was, and an, an, another thing that for me was bothering me. So my my father, my my father, Allah Shalom, was a big Talmud Chacham, very big scholar, and he always used to love. He used when we were children, he used to take us to the Italian shoes, uh, to the Italian shul, and the Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka, and different places to see different traditions and everything. And my father, when he was when when he was Hassan, he would say, "But like in Achag, instead of He used the Spanish Portuguese sidu. By the way, he brought to our uh, to our uh, community a uh, he met a Spanish Portuguese Hazan that was a Hazan in our community for years. Uh, brought beautiful tunes of the Spanish Portuguese and was uh, very happy adopted. Those tunes were very happily adopted to the community, and 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 even sometimes the Hazan would say Vita, and people started to get it grew on them that you don't have to you don't have to really always strictly follow a, a certain nusach and, and that and that's the second thing I wanted to say here, as opposed to when people lived in a certain community that had certain tradition for many many years, and changes were not understood some people did not understand the change and also that was caused them to change things that you shouldn't they shouldn't be changing and it disrupted the 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 way that the tefillah was conducted and and organized so that was then but today when people first of all they, especially in the land of, in, in in medinat israel in the land of israel you go, you daven shacharit. You, I said, you see, I'm saying you daven. Yeah, it's it's you. You just you pray shacharit in this bet knesset, which is Ashkenaz. You pray arvit in this in a kordi bet knesset. You pay mincha in I don't know in another uh, in another bet knesset. People are much more um, realized and knows about the different minagim, and and each one has his own sidu and daven's his own nusach. It's not something that is so. Uh, it is it, changing and makes a machloket or, or anything that, of, of the sort. 
And the other thing is that Nachida writes very, he says in a very clear way that Baru, obviously, that whatever Nusach you have in the, the, you pray, you, you say the Chova. Yeah, he's speaking about Shmirat Minagavota, but as a Nusach Shetitpalel, so I wanted people not to feel that if they say something, as opposed to Yom HaShabbat, like they said something wrong. You know, that there's these synagogues that people, they're like shouting or something like that. If somebody says a little bit different. And it was very important for me that people see that each minhag has a beit av. Each minhag has a beit av. Because we really, all these traditions are beautiful in one hand, but in the other hand, meaning to say there's a diversity, and especially now, I, I have an Ashkenazi wife. Rabbi Dweck is Syrian, that is, uh, you know, you're angry, aren't you? <laughs> Rabbi Dweck converted to Spanish Portuguese. Uh, and trust me, I don't think he's going to go away from that. I think he's. Uh, fully converted. It's very hard to change from Spanish Portuguese back to, uh, to another Nusach. Uh, but really, once you have, you understand, you understand the different uh, versions and you know about them and it, it's not, you're not making a decision that is that is, that is still alive. You just, you know, you personally saying one thing or the other thing is not, it's not a, um, it's not a, a, a problem. And the, the third thing that it was important for me that people will really understand, some people that want to learn more and to understand the different halachot or maybe whether it does with halacha or minhag or, uh, or dikduk or all the other aspects of the tefillah, that they will have a someplace in the sidu, in the end of the sidu, that they can uh, really, um, you know, um, find out about that particular... Uh, part of the tefillah and read about it in a short paragraph that gives it also the sources. Like it's, 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 it's written in a very clear Hebrew, but with the sources that if you want to see Miomer Maran, Siman, Kacha Vekacha, Rambam, Radbach, Radbaz, whatever, whatever the sources that you can check for yourself. And this is just abbreviation and a very, in a very short words, what's the different uh, she thought about it. So I, I hope it answered your question, Isaac, uh, because it's really today it's much easier because all the there's not so many versions anymore, and it's more there's few paragraphs that are different, but basically it's uh, um, more or less uh, of the same. Nathaniel Jamal, you had a question. Um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I, I guess I can ask it. It really is for me and a friend doing some learning in the Sidur. Um, so there's different nuschalot, and so the question was for the fourth berachani amidah. It's maybe just a little tiny detail thing. Um, what's the earliest reference to chokma binave daat as opposed to dea binave haskel? Oh, yafe. Shalta sheila metzuyenet. Baruch Hashem. The truth is, I zachiti zachiti legalot efoya shinui. There was one of the big talmidei chachamim. Uh, in Jerusalem was called Rabbi Rafael Mordechai Malki. He was the father-in-law of the Prihadash, the father-in-law of Rabbi Yechezkiah de Silva, Rabbi Dweck can speak a lot about him. <laughs> he was a very revolutionary uh, rabbi with uh, very interesting ideas, very takif, very uh, powerful. Uh, so we're talking about the 17th century in Jerusalem. So in one of his writings, he writes, 
וזה שאנו אומרים בברכת חונן הדת וחונן ומדחה חוכמה בינה ודעת. So we're talking from around the 17th century. A researcher named Moshe Chalamish printed an article called Birkat Chonen Adat Venuschotea or something like that. He shows that there are tens and tens of, of different versions of, of this bracha uh, from the times of the Geonim. Esh chokhmah ve'azkel, de'a ve'chokhmah, chokhmah ve'adat, da'at bina ve'chokhmah, chokhmah de'a bina ve'azkel. There's a lot of versions. A lot of versions of that, of that bracha. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm talking about, I think, around different 20 versions or 15 versions. Where do you place the chokhmah bina But chokhmah bina v'adat basically is a nusach that, um, that was adopted in Yerushalayim. Uh, the, earliest, uh, the earliest mention of it is the, from the time of the, the father-in-law of the Pri Hadash, as I said. Uh, but then slowly and surely in the Keilot uh, Mizrach, in the Middle East uh, customs, it became, uh, it, it, it has to do also with Kabbalah because of the Chokhmah, Bina Vadat, of the Sfirot. Uh, and also there is another story that says, uh, because Haskel, the, if you say it in, uh, in Shin, in uh, Shin Yemanit, is like Lishkol, God forbid, to lose to lose a child, uh, so uh, there's, a, there's also a little bit folklore about that thing, which I don't, doesn't make enough, uh, it's not a strong enough nimuk of uh, why not to use that, uh, that word. Uh, um, about But if you want, I can, I can, um, I can even send you a PDF of that article about, uh, about I'll, 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 I'll send it to the rabbi, you can, uh, he can forward it to you. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Any other questions for the Rab? Well, I have one question for the Rab. Yeah. You know, what you were saying about the Baruch Shamar and the Ishtabach, that's really not mentioned in the Talmud. And Harambam writes, Tiknu Levarech. Yeah. So is he talking about the Geonim? Tiknu Levarech. I, I think that he, I, I think he does, I, I, I think he's a little bit, um, I don't want to say mitchamek, but I don't know if he exactly knew who, who did the takana. Maybe it was the takana from Rabbanan Savurai. But right. you see, itnadva umatenu, tiknu levarechu, that's not... He left it, not. he didn't question that though, because there's other things that he says, yeah. nahagu lomar, but tiknu yeah. levarech. Ken. Yeah, so Ken. very interesting. So that's very, it's very, Baruch She'amar is a very interesting, because... Probably it was something that was very kadum from Safut Echalot. That basically, even after the time of the Gemara, already people said it, or maybe in the time of the Gemara, but it's just not mentioned in the Gemara. It's true. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to add one more thing for what Netanel yeah. asked me about Chonin Adat, mm -hmm. is you can see that there is other, <laughs> there's other brachot I said about the Haskel, Lishkol, Chalila, uh, but there's other tikkune lashon that because of the wording that has maybe another meaning or there's another remez, then things were, were, uh, were, uh, were uh, omitted from the sidu and changed with another word. The main thing, one a very, very clear uh, um, example for that is the Spanish-Portuguese says anu, 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 like with the, not anachno, mm -hmm. okay? 
no modim, no modim we all say modim anachnu, but there's other, uh, there's other mentions that the Sephardi, the uh, the Edot Mizrach, Kilot Mizrach says anachnu, and in the Spanish Portuguese they say anu, and because anu in the in the Bible there's only one times anu which is leshon evil, veanu veavlu adayagim says in Yeshayahu, so it's leshon evil aninut, so that's why they changed. The whole sidu from every place that you see anachnu used to be anu instead of besides uh, besides modim. Another dogma which is pretty funny, uh, I think it's pretty funny, um, is Birkat Amazon. Uh, if you look in a Spanish Portuguese or even a Moroccan or North African sidu, you see the Birkat uh, Amazon starts with Hazanenu velomi maasenu amfarnesenu velomi tzkotenu amadif tuvalenu. Beautiful nusach Birkat Amazon. So, what is the why? Why? Why is uh, why is it different than the other uh, Sephardi Nusachim? And then there is a very interesting an answer to that. It's already in the times of, if I'm not wrong, Rabbi Yosef Tuvelem in the times of Rashi has a drasha why there is no pace of it in Berkat Amazon. Why there's no pace of it Berkat Amazon? To lelamedcha to teach you that everybody that says the berkat hamazon me bechavana nitzal meaf me shetzef me ketzef for all the bad things that has a pace of it in in Hebrew the pace of it is usually used in words that are um, not so uh, not so good af shetzef ketzef and uh, things like that as that is uh, is not a good uh, not a good sign or, or like a, so if you do not say it's a it's a drasha it's a nice drasha but to take that drasha and to make it into a halacha to basically change to omit because it says ma'adif tuvalenu I didn't understand why to take it off and then I saw that this because of the ma'adif tuvalenu however it's not that the other nusach was not the other nusach there's a whole it, it has a betav. The other nusach is, is also a very kadum nusach. But the reason not to say, the reason that was omitted from some of the nusachim, of, of some of the sidurim, is because of that. And then it comes to the Benish Chai, because if you see the, the old nusachim, even that they omitted that and, and went to the other nusach of Bekat Amazon, in Ritzeba Chalitzenu says, and then the Ben Yishchai said, wait, there's another piece of it there. It says, It changed the Nusach. So there's a lot of examples like that. Aaron. Um, thank you, Rav Benayahu. It's been really interesting. I think one other example that I've seen come up um, in terms of where did this come from is um, in the beginning of the tefillah before Kriyat Shema, the end, at the very end of the first Baracha, the line that we have in our, in the Spanish Portuguese, um, so you're the master uh, so I want to ask you, do you know where where did this come from, and why do why do we yes. in Portuguese yes. say it? Why it's, do it's, it's a very it's a very it's a very nice uh, question because I was looking at the mamash lama lama I couldn't understand why they uh, 
why they think they took it out. So you know, in the in the uh, in the um, in, in the it's a Rishonah Ashkenaz, there's Or Chadash at Sontair when it's Kecholan Leoro. Because, and then the, uh, some of the Ashkenazim said, it's, you shouldn't say the uh, Rav Saadia Gaon, sorry, Rav Saadia Gaon said, you shouldn't say Or Chadash at Sontair because the, the light was, uh, we are saying the blessing on the light itself and not on, on anything. Uh, besides that, we're not talking about Yemot Mashiach. We are saying the blessing of the light of the of the um, of the Meorot. So, really, and in in all the old Nusachim, there is Beitkin Meorot Mesameach Olam Asher Bara or Beitkin Meorot Lesameach Olam in all the different Nusachim. So, some. So, why is why do we have Bichlal a Tosefet like that? I'm, now I'm talking about why we should have it. So, because according to the Yerushalmi, enosim bracha pasuk, we do not say a uh, a uh, bracha. We do not a uh, a uh, uh, pasuk cannot become a bracha. Because if as leorse orim gedolim ki leolam chazdo ba'uch ata Hashem yotzer amerot. So you're not making from a pasuk a bracha. So that was uh, that was one. Um, that was one of the uh, one of the ideas, but in the other hand, in the Ochot Chaim and other Rishonim, said that this is not a good terutz. Why? Because if the pasuk is from the inyan of the bracha, from really the essence of the bracha, of what we're talking about, the topic of the bracha, then there's no uh, then there's no uh, then there's no problem. Another another um, I'm just looking in now that I didn't remember who said that. Yeah, sorry. Um, in the name of Rabbi Meir Alevi Abu Afia, and also in the name of Mari Abu Av, it says, Because the Meorot were, uh, God created them to make light, not in order to rejoice people. That's not the idea. To make light in the world. Um, and so there's an interesting nusach, which is both uh, in the uh, Romaniot and the, the Italian nusach that have also connection between them, that they say, uh, So they're going according, why did they have this ad, why did they add that phrase? Is it in order not to make a bracha pasuk probably? To go lechumra on that part that you shouldn't do a bracha pasuk and to put a phrase that has to do in your in in, in other words not in the lashon hamikra uh, not as a pasuk that has to do with that but in the other hand not to put the rejoicing of the world not the sameach olam ela bechazdon etanam laaretz in his grace give it to uh, put these these uh, these uh, these huge light fixture to uh, uh, to light up the uh, to light up the world. Seventy. Thank you. Rav, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it at, at, uh, at uh, 9.43. I'm going to say, uh, first of all, I was so excited to, to and anticipating the shiur of yours because this is not thing, these are not things that we get to hear every day. They're unique and special and, uh, and your mastery of them and your, and your wonderful excitement around them, which is so clear to see and how it is that you present it is such a zikhut for us to be able to hear.
And not only that, so much, now that the excitement has... Baruch Hashem, Zikani, to be, to, to be able to, to sit on this and then to study this intensively uh, so for true. two, three years. So, Chazdei Hashem, everybody else that could have... I, I, I got the schut to sit and learn and do it, so I... It's amazing. It's, it's, Hashem, it's, 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 not, thank not, you for uh, taking the time to share it with us, and it's given me tremendous nachat to hear it, and I, I was certainly, I was so interested and excited, always as I am, from what it is that you teach. And uh, I'm going to say that we're very much looking <laughs> forward to, to this, We're very much looking forward to the series, which we have you down for. Huh. We'll go into more detail on these inyanim for everybody who yeah. wants. Well, I have to make for that. We'll have to put some source seats also. Yeah, that's him. And in the in the series under under that time, it will be you know this is this is matamit. This is just uh, a taste. It's a yeah, taste. It's, uh, it's a guideline of uh, this is hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. That's all. But Bezrat Hashem, Yiratzon Kvadarav Shetafitz Kol Ma'anotech Achus Yafitz Kol Ma'anotech Achus. And Iskel Il Motora Beyachad Kulan. And Yiratzon, I look forward and uh, to all of the Haverim who are present and who took the time tonight. I hope that you enjoyed as much as I did, and I look forward to being able to uh, to to see you all on on the time that we do it more in depth with the Rav and Bezrat Hashem uh, for the for more Shiurim and the Habura. So Kvadarav, thank you, and to all of you. Thank you. Yomat Maut Sameach. Yom Atzmaut Sameach, Baracha Mirushalayim Lekulam. All the best. Thank you very much. It was an honor for me. Thank you. And for us. Bye-bye.